Hello, it's Chris, the host. I just wanted to give you a little a little heads up what the show is. Uh, so Sneak Review is a show where me and my guests, we watch a movie trailer and we discuss it. Then, to make life easier for everyone else, we use our time machine to travel to the movie premiere and then come back and we review what we've seen. We'll let you know if the movie trailer showed all the good parts of the movie or if you got a real solid film on your hands. Hey guys, welcome back. Episode four. Uh, so guys, it's New Year's Eve. It is. It's New Year's Eve, and I'm here with my co-host, Amanda Pollard, as usual now. Yeah. <laughs> You've been kind yeah. of co-hosting for a while. Been, been a steady, yeah, been a steady guest. And for the first time on the show, my friend, Paul Moore. <sighs> you even get a pizza. And it's very long. It's a full 15 seconds, so. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Totally worth it. It's going to So, hey, Pa, how are you doing today? Hello. It's good. I'm, good? I totally should prepare for New Year's. I didn't realize. Uh, yeah, you got to <laughs> Came prepare. up so fast. You only got a few hours. I'm screwed. Yeah, it's actually 11.59 right now. <laughs> Shit. It's going to oh, be really? Damn it. Even though go. this episode will probably be out before then, but, you know, time travel, we, we have it figured out. Yeah. Today we're going to talk about uh, Avengers Age of Ultron trailer. Have you guys see- seen this yet? I have seen the trailer. Yeah. Uh, I th- I've seen a version in theaters. I, I don't know if it's the one we're going to be seeing. but The the movie, it's like the first one. It's Joss Whedon. He wrote it, directed it. it it's a crazy cast from mm. the first one with yeah. like the Avengers and then all the people from the other ones like Tom Hiddleston's back, I guess, mm. and James Spader's in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, what Marvel movies have you seen, Paul? I've seen the Avengers, obviously. I've seen some of the cat, like I saw Captain America: The Winter Soldier. I saw the first one. I saw Iron Man. Few, a few of the Iron Man movies. Um, I didn't see the Thor movies, although I probably yeah. should. I know they they're, oh, they man. look awesome. But I just haven't seen them. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, things like that. Did you see the the Hulk with uh, Edward Norton? No. no. <laughs> Uh, that one was pretty good, actually. Amanda, what about you? Which Marvel movies have you seen? I've seen. Uh, <laughs> you look all really excited to answer this. <laughs> I've seen all of the movies uh, except for the Hulk ones, I think. Oh uh, well, then, and, yeah, yeah, and um, I think I saw the first one. I forgot it. The Hulk? What? I I didn't see uh, the first one. That, yeah. that one doesn't. The one with Eric Bana, right? No, the one with Eric Bana isn't like in the new Marvel canon. The the uh, one with Edward Norton is like the the beginning of the okay. Avengers series. And I don't stuff. remember yeah. it anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I heard it was the worst thing ever. I didn't. See it it. kind of was. Yeah. The one with Lou Ferrigno is in canon, right? They, <laughs> yeah. One? yeah. 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 <laughs> He's got some canons. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna talk some trails, I think. So let's uh, watch the trailer here. I'm gonna show you something beautiful. Oh, James Spader's voice. He's just, he is a bad guy to me. Everyone. Stargate, man. Stargate. You want to protect the world, but you don't want it to change. I love this shot mm. with Ruffalo. Oh, that's so awesome. He's like in a straitjacket. Or a blanket. Could have just been a blanket. It might have been a blanket. <laughs> They're effectively the same thing for him. It's not like he can't rip through it. That's true. Oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> Although I'd like to see him in bed, like, oh, I can't get this jacket off. <laughs> Hulk's out for breakfast. He gets stuck in the sheets so and he can't escape as Hulk. <laughs> Hulk, it's stoking. Oh, so comfy. Why? <laughs> so is that, that's not Ultron, right? That's like some sort of Ultron's controlling, think, like th- an Iron Man thing? Yeah, I think Ultron's like an AI type thing that Tony Stark builds to basically 
hey, I don't want to necessarily be Iron Man, so let's get an AI to control it. That'll work out great. Oh, of course. It always works out. We I, talked about Terminator last week. It always works. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I, I think I would think Tony Stark is smart enough to realize, oh, AI in a controlling a very like super suit of armor, probably not a good thing. Yeah, especially in Iron Man three. But like, he, one but he is suits. a drunk, so I guess that's technically okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but in Iron Man three, wasn't one of the plot lines like one of the suits tried to kill Gwyneth Paltrow in oh, the yeah. middle of the night, oh, and yeah. then he like killed them all. He blew up all the suits. Yeah. Spoilers, guys. <laughs> blew up all the suits. <laughs> but what do you guys think of that trailer? Like, does that make you excited to see it? What do you think about the broken Captain America shield? I was the- so pumped when I first saw it because I, I'm just so excited for the the future of the Marvel movies and how everything's going to come together. So this is kind of like the first step in the really big finale. So I'm, I'm glad they're going well. Like I'm glad yeah. they're doing a great job. You know because. Yeah. Yeah. Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man, man. Or 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 any DC thing right now. I mean, I I like the Batman series, but still like I'm glad that Marvel's doing great and that they're actually interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I completely agree. And I feel like the movies are actually getting better. Like Captain yeah. America Winter Soldier, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, like this year was really strong. Yeah. I, I don't know if they've been addressing criticisms. I use air quotes for that. But it seems like problems that people had with earlier films later ones sort of resolve like oh my god captain america is so black and white winter soldier comes out and he's now sort of dealing with stuff oh avengers is a big action fest that they're all just working together and then it seems like in this one they're going to be sort of more at each other's throats and stuff like that yeah Mm. what are we a team no 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 we're a chemical mixture that makes chaos we're we're a time bomb I actually completely guessed on the key, but I was right. That nice. was the one where he says that. That was beautiful. Nice. Seamless. Oh, I planned this out with my time machine. Um, so uh, how many Tesseracts do you guys give that trailer? Tesseract. <laughs> oh, is this rated in Tesseracts? Yes. Yeah, between zero and four Tesseracts. Really? Because uh, I would think there would be zero and one. One being a Tesseract, which is all powerful. But if you well, can have four, then why not? It could have been Infinity Stones, but the Tesseract yeah. sounds funny. <laughs> so zero to four. How, how many do you rate the trailer so far? The trailer? Yeah. Um, as far as me being so excited and not watching the trailer and feeling like I've seen the whole movie already, I would say four. Okay. Okay. You... I'm just a fangirl, though. I um, it's a, it? It's a good trailer. I... I was more pumped for the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer because of how ridiculous it was. So I'll give this, let's say, three. Maybe two and a half, three. It's a good trailer. Don't get me wrong. It's just... Yeah, I think I'm falling in line with about Paul, like a three, three, three and a half, maybe. Like, I do think it looks really good, but just... I I think it's partially because Joss Whedon is in charge of the movie. He doesn't want to show all the really good parts. I I bet you that's why. It's really smart on his part because it seems like every trailer, okay, you watch it. Well, the movie's done. Let's, uh... Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Some I, think, I think that's how this podcast came about. Yeah. <laughs> we can edit this out, but I think that's pretty much. We're not editing anything. <laughs> oh, okay. We're doing it live. But yeah, just the, the use of the song, I've Got No Strings from Pinocchio. Like when James Spader is talking about strings and how he's now AI and ugh, I just got so many chills watching it the first time. Oh yeah, no, that was that was creepy as hell and great. Yeah, his voice good is, is... Actually, um, Joss Whedon said... His uh, his only and his first and only choice was James Spader for the role of Ultron because nice. of his hypnotic voice. It's like eerily calm and compelling while also being human and humorous. 
Mm. And I, I really think that's true. Like, uh, there's this show, The Blacklist, that I watch, and I pretty much entirely watch it because James Spader is the greatest on that show. Like, none of the other stuff that happens I'm excited about, but yeah. when he's on, it's so good. He's yeah. such a great actor. Yes, he, he really is. Um, and then other random facts from IMDb that we got here. Uh, <laughs> this one's a big, uh, a big fuck you to Aaron Taylor Johnson, who had to lose muscle weight for this role. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, I'm too buff for this movie. I've got to weaken myself. What the hell is he, Christian Bale? He was kick-ass, man. What happened? <laughs> um, so what do you think your, your guys' uh, favorite Marvel movies are? Like uh, top three or top one, whatever? Top. Hmm. Top three, uh, not necessarily in any specific order, Guardians of the Galaxy, The Avengers, and The Winter Soldier. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. For, for different reasons, I mean. But they're all, in, 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 in their own way, they're all great. They sort of showcase different things about the Marvel Universe. When you look at Guardians of the Galaxy, you look at how ridiculous and sarcastic and funny it is, yes. but still having an interesting story. Yeah. When you look at the Avengers, it's like that action sort of, yeah, we're a team, let's kick some ass. Big action movie, and then, you know, Captain America the Winter Soldier, you look at it and you're like, okay, there's a lot of depth to that, and he's not, you know, he's got to deal with more modern issues, but it's still a superhero movie and still interesting, so... Uh, yes, I, I completely agree. I, I love the way they do that. Like, they genre shift. Like, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier is like, yeah, it's a spy espionage type movie with, like, conspiracies and stuff. Like, Cold War shit. Like, yeah. that's some, like, that, yeah, it was great. I I think uh, Winter Soldier, seeing the Winter Soldier, well, it started for me with Thor 2 and just sitting back after the movie and being like, holy fuck, that was a great movie. Thor 2 or Thor also? Thor 2, okay. the second one. Yes, Thor 2 was, was very good also, The um, Dark World. Yeah. And then I think I saw Winter Soldier right after, well, you know, following that. And again, I sat back and I was like, that was a damn good movie too. And then Guardians of the Galaxy just blew it out of the water. Yeah, I think every one since Avengers has been, because Iron Man 3, I think, was like one of my favorite, top three probably, because it, it's like Tony Stark after the Avengers, which I, I love. Mm. Um but then, yeah, just uh, you know, all the ones since then, Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. just they've all been, you know, amazing. And does anybody watch S.H.I.E.L.D.? Do you guys watch S.H.I.E.L.D.? Uh, not le- not no, recently, but yeah, I have. Yeah. I haven't gotten into it yet. I want to because I've heard it ties in with the, the movies at some point. I am just so blown away by how Joss Whedon is constructing this. Like, basically, he's the maestro of this orchestra and everything is interweaving and, and storylines are crossing. And I think they're even, I mean, they're starting to introduce X-Men, the ones that have Fox hasn't. Well, okay. the, the, uh, yeah, the meta humans or whatever, because they, they don't have the license for the mutant name. Right. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> funny because the show, I, I haven't seen it like in the last, I don't know, in season. I just saw a few episodes after the winter soldier when things really change in the show, because Obviously, yes. from the movie, things in the Shield universe have changed. So yes. you're like, are the are the is the show gonna like ignore that? And it's like, no, where they. That's what the show's about yeah. now, which oh, is phenomenal. So cool. Yeah, that's what I, I heard that the show got way better after the Winter Soldier. Oh came yeah, out, so it made me yeah. Respond a lot. You could tell it was a very Whedon way of going about it too. He established the characters and the team and the way that they work together, and then all of a sudden, this catastrophic thing in the universe happens. And everybody goes haywire. And it's just it, the way that it dealt with it. Was, it's doing some really interesting. This whole 
journey is doing some really interesting things to TV and movies is, combined. Is, is Joss running the show or is it He's his, an executive his producer or something? And so is his brother. Okay. Um I'm not sure what other roles they have in it, but oh, I'm okay. sure they're yeah, they doing probably. multiple things behind mm-hmm. the scenes. Okay. Well, I think it's time to play a little game now that we've talked some trails. <laughs> uh, that means Oregon trails. Trailers. I, I, I guess that, yes. <laughs> that means Thanks. talk trailers. Uh, yeah, Oregon trails. We could say if we Uh-oh. do an Oregon episode. Amanda died of dysentery. Yeah. <laughs> the Donner party. That okay, sucks. so I am going to... We're going to play a game called Going Post. So we're, it's about the Marvel post credit scenes. Oh, okay. Oh. So I'm going to say things that happen. I'm going to be sort of vague so that it's a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll find it maybe difficult, actually. Cool. It might not be. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, if you ask me to name anyone on the actual cast or crew. Yeah. No, <laughs> that won't happen. So I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock. Okay. Ready. Go. Uh, Nick Fury, uh, sitting in the dark, brings up the Avengers Initiative. Oh, sh- uh, for Captain America. Uh, no, Tony Stark shows up in a bar. Uh, pass. Coulson finds a hammer in a crater in New Mexico. Oh, I think that was actually after, uh, the Hulk? Or is it Iron Man? Uh, no. uh, Thanos is informed of Loki's failure. Oh, that's, um, the Avengers. Bruce Banner cameo. Oh, no, it didn't play a sound effect. I don't have that sound effect anymore, guys. (laughs) It's done. I I maybe got one, yeah. Yeah, so you got got one. Yeah, there was... uh... Fail, Paul, fail. (laughs) Do do you think... Did you look at all these? Do you think you could do this? Uh, I didn't look at all of them. Okay. I doubt that I do it, but... I'll I'll see if you could do the the other ones. Shit. (laughs) Um... Call me a failure, will you? (laughs) I'm not going to get any of them. Okay, so... Go. Uh, Bruce Banner cameo. <laughs> uh, I would have to say Captain America. Nick Fury shows up at a gym. Uh, Captain America 2? Two? two characters bring an Infinity Stone to the Collector. Oh, that was the Captain America 2. Um, say, the, say that one again. <laughs> uh, the two, two characters bring an Infinity Stone to the Collector. Oh, that was after... Th- Thor 2? Yes. You got one. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! I yeah. knew the one that I answered before wasn't Captain America 2. Uh, yeah, it was Captain America 1 was the Nick Fury showing up at the gym. And then and Iron Man 3. Yeah. So that's when he... Oh, Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> and then Nick Fury with the Avengers was that first Iron Man. And actually, Tony Stark showing up in the Hulk. I didn't even remember that that happened, that that cameo happened. Okay, so I think we're going to take a quick break in our time machine into the future (laughs) and we're gonna watch the movie and come back we're going to travel to may 1st 2015 you guys ready for this or are you a little nervous about the time travel i don't know about 2015 i kind of just ate i don't i feel like yeah this is gonna here i'll get you a barf bag (laughs) i got sick last time yeah uh, it's not okay guys so just uh make sure you put your seatbelt on because this gets a little a little rough sometimes This is safer than a bus, at least. That's uh, buses don't have seatbelts. Yeah. Well, there you go. Maybe. Wait, wait, wait. Maybe. My sound effects not working. This is horrible. Let's travel back. What's happened to the distant five minutes ago and set up the? <laughs> we can do that. We can fix this. We can fix. It. We need to go back. We need to go back. <laughs> no, that's wrong. Oh, you went too far into the past. <laughs> Listen past me. Answer the questions properly. Strap in, boys. 
And girls. It's girls. doctor <laughs> okay we're back so what, what did you guys think of uh of james spader more ultron in general just creeped me out he, he just did? creeps me out yeah yes. the way he's walking in the beginning when he's all beat up like obviously they took they took him out at first in that practice round that they were having mm. and um during that practice round he got infected with the ai so he comes back out of like the garage when they're all hanging out, having like buddy time around that that coffee table, which I wish I was sitting right there. <laughs> buddy time. Yeah, yeah Br- like... Bruce Banner never seems like he's having fun. Though. Yeah, no, he always <laughs> so seems very such a very Debbie Downer. Conflict. Yeah, <laughs> super conflicted. He's just that kid that's fucking... just in the corner. He's like Dario with rage issues. Everybody. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, they're having buddy time, and then he sort of like limps out of like some garage door, and you see he's in pieces. But the just uh, it's his voice is like robotic but human the the way you were saying uh the way they made the casting choice was like it's hypnotic it's human it's it's comforting but also like disorienting and yeah and and then like how he kept like evolving uh wh- what do you feel about that like how he got taller and taller like at one point he was what like nine feet tall <laughs> he's like the russian nesting doll of, of iron man suits <laughs> but but the in opposite. reverse yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> he's just i need more armor it I, oh, I, I, yeah exactly yeah the the, the voltron approach or the yeah it, it doesn't that doesn't surprise me i mean again but it, it would have been more interesting if like they literally started the movie all right it's this big bad guy and then they started breaking him apart and they, by the end they're just like talking to like a wheelchair or something like that because he's like he's broken down to like the smallest base element they can get like a wheel or something like that they just keep but it's still them. so menacing because it has james spader's boy why did somebody build a wheel with a speaker this makes no sense <laughs> I think the threat later on in the movie of what if he could clone himself, make an army. Oh, well, not robots. what if he did. I yeah, mean, well, yes, that threat is so powerful compared to all the other Marvel movies. It's not like a, the other ones are always like the world is going to blow up, but this, this seems so much well, different. Like, I think this know. movie addresses a big criticism or a problem people have with AI, which is when you let an AI get to be self-building and self-aware, it can do it so quickly and so differently than humans that... You're, you're talking Iron Man suits building Iron Man suits. You're talking, you know, I mean, you get to the point where it's, what do we do? I mean, that was the big thing with, you know, the Terminator movies back in the 80s or whatever. And that was, mm-hmm. you know, cause when you, machines can build machines, yes. they can build them better and faster and stronger than we can. Before we even realize yeah, it. exactly. And then there's no pulling the, yeah, the plug. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, Terrifying. I, Thank you, Paul. I, no <laughs> Won't problem. be sleeping tonight. It, yeah, ha- have a nice <laughs> night. It's... <laughs> So obviously, guys, the the image from the trailer with the broken shields, you know, it it was such a prophecy type vision moment in the movie. Foreshadowing. Did you you actually feel that that was going to completely come true? Or did you throughout the movie kind of debate whether it was going to happen? I think the the arc, the whole ride with each of these um, movies in themselves are it's getting bad, it's worse, it's worse, it's worse. It's the worst it's ever going to be. And then it's uh, okay again because heroes come and save the day. I kind of knew going into it, I I figured that, and I'm glad to see it kind of played out, I figured that Captain America was going to have to make a choice and he was going to choose something that basically destroyed the foundation of what it, like, in in Winter Soldier, he had to deal with the Cold War stuff, but he still kind of kept his, like, we can do it, we got hope, things are great. And 
it was interesting to see that he wasn't necessarily the source of like he's usually the thing that ties them all together. He's the hope. Yeah. It was interesting to see that he wasn't. He sort of lost hope, and that was sort of I I thought, I thought it made sense that they symbolized it with the breaking of their shield. Mm. Yeah, it, it was definitely a cool character moment. Like o- over all the Marvel movies that you see, yeah, because like in the fr- uh, you know the first Captain America movie, he's so headstrong mm-hmm. and like fine, and then in the second one, he does have his doubts. But you're right, he's still like kind of confident and like the kind of the light person where he's always like shining bright and like yeah I'm and keep to- in mind his shield is unbreakable it's made of materials that are unbreakable so mm-hmm. the idea of it breaking is yeah, but yeah. Ad- you know it's adamantium right uh it's vibranium i think it is vibranium don't ask why i know that just accept it <laughs> <laughs> i will not and i will um yeah uh for me the scarlet witch wasn't nearly menacing enough I don't know if it uh, it's a choice that they may are making early on about their characters for them to be the the victims that need to be saved in this movie, and then you know later on in whatever canon they're building, Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch are going to just completely turn and and turn into that menacing character that I know about from reading about them. Yeah. Uh, but to me, yeah, to me, she was a damsel in distress, and um, you know, very young, pretty, not at all as menacing as I thought she was going to oh, be. Oh, you think so? I don't know. I, I think that he did a good job, though, uh, Jossie boy. Uh, oh, yeah? He, he did a good job. Oh, of, uh, Jay Weeds? Joss, yeah, yeah, me and Joss, we just, you know, I call him Jossie boy, and he's okay with that. Jay Weeds. Um, so he doesn't like that. Sorry. It's like ScarJo. What are you, a monster? ScarJo. <laughs> I did think, though, that each character had a really good action moment. I thought she had a good showdown with Ultron where it was her and him and she kind of she stole the spotlight in that scene. So I felt like that scene played out really good, but I think you're right overall. I mean, we knew going into it from Captain America uh, Winter Soldier that she was in a uh, Hydra base. Yeah, they, yeah. So it was interesting to see how they actually sort of played it off where now Hydra's working in some way with Captain America and all that, which actually I guess that that's another layer of him sort of falling back on or breaking Pride Browns because he, he had vowed, you know, never to work with them and all yeah. that. So now, yeah. you know. Adds a lot of depth to his character. That's, you know, Steve yeah. Rogers is pretty much the deepest character in that cast of characters. I, I like Iron Man and I think that he's pretty deep, but Steve Rogers just has layers upon layers. After yes. the yeah. certain movies came out, like in this one, yes, but it it's also because of all the progression, right? Because in the first one, he had like the least depth. I never really read the comics, but I never thought I would like Captain America. But in I think he's probably my favorite hero in, in this movie and all the ones, the other Avengers, all the movies. He He's so good. What, what about Quicksilver? Um, did he, any of you see X-Men? Because Quicksilver was also an X-Men. I lost interest yeah. in the X-Men movies. Quicksilver was all, he was all right in that but i definitely liked him a lot more in this i I think the tone in the other one was he was too funny in this one he was like a tortured soul almost which i i appreciated i mean not as tortured as his sister Uh, right crazy but they're uh the way that they played off of each other as siblings he's very protective to the point where it's not i don't want to be weird and say incesty but like super super like way to protect back off man like i just feel like you really got the sense that they grew up so afraid together that that whole time and then they got you know captured and then now they're released and they just go insane what did you think about the giant 
Iron Man robot fighting Hulk in the street. Did you think that scene was as cool as the trailer? Because that was so bad. I mean, it makes so much sense. He has to make a suit to protect people from the Hulk. And it's great to actually see it. It's it's interesting to see Tony Stark's paranoia sort of play out without him controlling it. Like, because normally paranoia, right? That That's the idea is that most people, when they're paranoid, don't necessarily get a choice in sort of realizing the problems on the world. And, and Tony Stark, in this case, was no exception. He's got the suit made to take out the Hulk. He's got some other gadgets meant. I don't know. It's kind of like Batman with the, how he has like kryptonite saved for superman and all that it's, yeah. it's the same idea as like tony stark's just like in his basement like okay now if i wanted to take out the hulk i make this giant ass <laughs> iron man suit and we'll, we'll fight it out and right. i'm sure that'll work out great and then okay how do i take out captain america ah, i attack him in this you know like <laughs> the iron patriot so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a suit that probably fights everything yeah. you people are so petty and tiny <laughs> no reason. I just Unprompted love him. Sound so feels. many muscles. Can I just say, like, thank you. Oh, Thor? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what I thought was interesting is that he, you could tell he was more of a general on Asgard in this one, because normally Captain America fulfills that role, right? Yeah. But Captain America saw, when you're betrayed by your teammate, like they were kind of, I mean, Tony Stark being all paranoid and stuff. You can see Captain America sort of like, oh my God, who do I trust? And Thor actually stepped up to the plate and stuff. Mm-hmm. So even though he was kind of isolated, it was it was weird seeing it. It was nice. I mean, it's certainly a different yeah. character arc, but him versus Steve approaching it. It's Steve is more the come on, we're American soldiers and we could do this forever America. if we needed to. <laughs> and Thor came at it like, you're a soldier. I know you need to do this and you need to go. And it's just like very you have a job and and I sort of enjoy that. Um, just the fact that he he knows he's a god. Loki, I think, is more popular than Thor, and it's kind of funny to see that yeah. that actually kind of came into play. I think all of the Avengers, work? great, right? Like all the actors and stuff, they really ca- encapsulate the characters and all that. It's just hilarious how Loki is totally a bad guy, but for some reason you can't help but like the guy who plays him. So yeah. he's just like, he's shitting on you the whole time, like, you are nothing. You are weak. And you're just like, yes, yes tell me more. I tell am. me how weak I am. <laughs> yes, Tom Hiddleston, I am. Uh, yeah, no, it started with me in Thor 2, where I, halfway through the movie, I was rooting for him. And oh, I was yeah. like, I shouldn't feel this way, but I do. Yeah, he was awesome. When the Thor movie too. ended, I was like, I'm totally on board with this villain. And then to have him come back in this movie and sort of be a part of it all was really great. That's unique, I think, to Marvel. I think Marvel does a better job of that. I mean, yeah, he's still a bad guy, but he came back around somewhat in this. So it's it's still nice to see the, the character growth of a villain, even. Yeah. Normally, villains are very two-dimensional. Loki is not that. Yes, yeah, he's a very three-dimensional. He's actually more so than like some of the characters, like than Hawkeye, I feel like hey, hey, sometimes. Calm down. I like how in a twist, so the the first Avengers, right, he shoots the arrow at Loki and it like Loki looks at him and he's like, aha, and then it blows up. Mm-hmm. I like the twist where he did that again, except Loki threw the arrow at one of the freaking robots. <laughs> like it was yes. just like like an assist, like uh, yo <laughs> You know how this works. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to add about this movie before we go into the final summation here? Looking forward to Avengers 3. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely am too. And and the uh, the post-credit scene for Ant-Man, that, that was so cool. Yeah. That, that, I really want to see I don't see understand Ant-Man the there. obsession with Ant-Man. He's a cool character, but I think that they're going to do it well. I think that it's great that they introduced him because he did have a large part in, um, in Ultron's story in the comic books. But the fact that they sort of tied it in 
for the PS is is great. So. I wished they didn't, but I wish they had the scene where like afterwards, like Tony Stark has to just sit there in a room while they explain him like, okay, so this is why you can't build AIs. And like they total <laughs> out like all the damages and stuff like that. And they're just like, okay, you're going to do this again. And he's just like, I don't care. Because <laughs> he's Tony Stark. Right. What did you think uh, of zero to four Tesseracts? Uh, Z- ten. Ten Tesseracts. Ah. You really liked it this much? Oh, yeah. So this is like your favorite Marvel movie, you think? Uh, definitely top three. Uh, yeah. Top one, I think it could have used a little more snark. I like the sarcastic humor <laughs> of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. But, but listen, it, even if it didn't have as much as I would have liked, still great. Awesome. Yeah, yes. yeah. It, Amanda? Uh, I gotta say, yeah. I mean, I gave four to the trailer. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> um, okay. There's, there's enough exposition and then there's enough action and it's cut in between. It's not like... My criticism of the Terminator 2 movie was like, oh my God, there's 20 minutes of action. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I can't. I need it broken up. And it was perfectly paced for me. So You thought Terminator 2 had too much action? Yeah. This movie did have a lot of action and it was long. But yeah, you're right. It was paced really well. And I think actually, I agree with you guys. Like this is probably up there because i think i might even like this better than the first avengers they keep going forward they're not falling back which is nice to see that they're actually advancing like technically and actually as characters and as the story like it's nice to see progression rather than stagnation yeah and there's something for everybody you can read it on a couple different levels you can read it as a fan of the movies you can you can see it as a fan of the comic books because there are you know certain tie-ins and and then people who don't know anything about it can come in and watch a movie and be entertained so i completely agree guys and on that note we are going to leave <laughs> that should have sounded better but it didn't that get, get um, the fuck out <laughs> and so happy new year guys uh, i think it's past 12 now so yeah we're in the future oh, no. <laughs> we time traveled the normal way oh, forwards no. at a normal, at a normal, normal pace yes. <laughs> next week we're gonna come back actually this is gonna be a quick one we're gonna come back and do taken three right before the movie comes out nice taken three release the kraken yeah, I don't really have any Taken quotes. 